Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Review Microsoft Surface Laptop by David Pierce. Microsoft's new Surface laptop says nothing about the future of technology. The team in Redmond didn't concern itself with the way things will be in 2025, which ports users will want, what kind of device they'll use, how they'll feel about bezels. Instead, Microsoft built a laptop optimized for 2017. Contrast that approach with Apple's MacBooks. To trim every millimeter from its laptops, Apple invented a shallower keyboard. It ditched standard USB ports, embracing USB-C and hoping everyone else will do the same. And the touch bar? Don't even go there. Apple doesn't make the laptop you want now. It makes the laptop you might want four years from now. But if you asked a 1,000 people what they want in a laptop today and put it all in a $1,000 package, you'd get something like the Surface Laptop. After a week with a burgundy review model, I can say it looks and feels fantastic, especially the fabric covering the keyboard and trackpad. It's a terrific laptop once you upgrade the hopelessly crippled version of Windows that comes installed. More on that later. The future of laptops looks messy, expensive, and bedeviled by dongles, but the Surface Laptop spares you the transition pain. Microsoft built a right-here, right-now laptop, and a damn good one at that. The Surface Laptop sports a tapered clamshell design, slightly wider at the back than the front, with a 13.5-inch 2256 by 1504 screen secured with a sturdy hinge. At 2.76 pounds and about a half an inch thick, it slightly undercuts the 13-inch MacBook Air, already a remarkably small device for the money. 
You can buy it with Intel's Core i5 processor or the more powerful i7, choose between 4, 8, or 16 gigs of RAM, and 128, 256, or 512 gigs of solid-state storage. Mine features an i5 with 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. The battery falls well short of Microsoft's quoted 14 hours, unless all you're doing is looking at the thing, but I saw a solid 9 or 10 hours on most days. The specs measure up to every other $1,000 Windows laptop. Good enough for lots of tabs and Word docs, but not so much when it comes to heavy gaming. The design, however, stands out. Its lines look clean and sharp, and the metal appears virtually seamless. It has that jewel-like sharp object appeal of the best Apple products. You can buy the notebook in burgundy, blue, silver, and gold, all with a polished matte finish I absolutely love. The fabric-y palm rest stands out as well. It's Alcantara, a suede-like polyester blend used in cars and Louis Vuitton bags that recently became the hot new thing in consumer electronics. Microsoft put it around the keyboard and trackpad, giving your hands a warm, soft place to hang out. I love the look and feel, but worry about the longevity. It started to fray at the edges after just a few days, and I can't shake the feeling that I'll eventually wear through the fabric. Microsoft assures me this won't happen. One nice upside, spills beat up and wipe off easily with a paper towel. On the right side of the Surface laptop, you'll find the wide, skinny port for Microsoft's proprietary charger. On the left, a headphone jack, mini display port, and a single USB 3 port. That last one created some controversy. USB-C represents the future of ports. It's better, faster, smaller, and everyone's adopting it. So why did Microsoft use Ye Olde 3? Because virtually all your printers, cameras, external hard drives, and podcasting mics still use it. Microsoft made a pragmatic decision. The Surface laptop makes life easier and more dongle-free now, and potentially a little harder in a couple of years when you own more USB-C gear. Personally, I think one of each port might have been the right move, especially because who uses mini-display anymore? But everything I own still uses USB 3, and I have to say, I love the dongle-free life. Mostly, I love that Microsoft built a laptop for how I live now. Still, Redmond could have borrowed some features from other Windows laptops, like the Dell XPS 13's bezel-free screen or the HP Spectre X360's 360-degree hinge. Either would make the Surface Laptop's touchscreen and pen more useful. Even the Surface Book works in more ways thanks to the detachable screen. Without any of that, I'm forced to reach all the way over the keyboard to pinch and rotate, and I can't find a comfortable angle for using the pen. Microsoft knows this, by the way. Its other Surface devices feature ultra-flexible kickstands and hinges to improve pen and touch. The Surface Laptop supports both, but optimizes only for mouse and keyboard. The Surface Laptop, then, exists to serve people who live and die by the keyboard and trackpad. Both excel. The trackpad moves more smoothly than almost any I've ever used. It joins the MacBook Pro and Chromebook Pixel as my favorite pads. 
The keyboard features lots of travel and plenty of space, though the slightly concave keys feel a little mushy at times. When Microsoft launched the Surface Laptop, its most touted feature was Windows 10S, a simplified, more secure version of Windows 10. The software works great for schools and businesses, which manage fleets of computers, and even for people with basic computing needs who benefit from the boosted malware and virus protection. All Windows 10S ever did was drive me crazy. When I turned the Surface Laptop on for the first time, Microsoft's virtual assistant Cortana led me through an interminable setup process that I could have done in half the time by myself. When I tried to download Google Chrome, a pop-up message said, Nope, sorry, not allowed, but no worries because Microsoft's Edge browser works way better. Nope, not even close. I went looking for 1Password, Photoshop, Adobe Audition, Spotify, and a dozen other apps I use each day to no avail. Sometimes Microsoft directs you to the Windows Store equivalent of whatever app you tried to download, but usually it just fails. Microsoft clearly hopes 10S succeeds enough that developers put their Windows apps in the store, but that presents a nasty chicken-and-egg problem. Without more apps, 10S amounts to a mediocre browser and a whole bunch of headaches. Luckily, upgrading to Windows 10 Pro takes just two clicks and five minutes. Eventually, it'll cost $50, but it's free until the end of the year. Upgrade and you're on the same software as any other Windows machine. The upgrade didn't hurt the performance or battery life, and it turned the Surface Laptop into a full-featured laptop. After upgrading, my Surface Laptop hums like a near-perfect Windows machine. The coming shift to fancy USB-C devices might require me to get a bunch of dongles down the line, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. In the meantime, I don't need a backpack full of ancillary junk to do everything, and in a sea of MacBook Pros at Starbucks, I stand out with an eye-catching laptop. And it's a Windows machine. Crazy. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.